So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 130 for January 7th, 2018. My name is Nathan Reed-Smith. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. Hey, it's the first podcast in a month. Yeah, for, I couldn't get anyone to show up for the other ones, so there was that. Yeah. Uh, everyone was doing things for the holidays and stuff, and Connor, uh, he's in he's in Germany now for, for- like a month. Yeah, for work. Yes, for work. Whatever so, the hell that means. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what his job is. Human I think trafficking. He's, yeah, he's either human trafficking or a hitman. So, one of the two. So, uh, what games have you played in the last month or so? <laughs> <laughs> um, not a lot new. Um, VR chat? Yeah, I mean, I I played a little VR chat here and there. It's it's been difficult for me to bother putting my computer in the other room to actually play it in VR. Right, and uh, especially right now, it's just Uganda. Uh, everything is Uganda. What? So that's been. <laughs> so have you not seen the Knuckles Uganda stuff? Not even a little bit. No. So right now, if you go into VR chat. Pretty much anywhere you go, you're going to run into a very tiny, uh, goofy-looking Knuckles, uh, who is probably going to ask many times, "Do you know the way?" Uh, and there, there will probably at some point be like a whole crowd of goofy-looking Knuckles and possibly Sonics, all uh, running around speaking with African accents, asking people if they know the way. Uh, claiming that they don't know the way, uh, they don't know the way of the devil. Um, yeah. That sounds, um, stupid. Uh, if you, if you, you, uh, you try to, like, 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 go against them or anything, then they'll just start spitting at you. And, uh... The problem is that VR chat, the way that its muting system works, you have to you have to point at the person you're trying to mute. Oh, so they're all really tiny, and they're all constantly jumping while they're they're chasing you around, spitting at you, and uh, so it makes it very difficult to mute all of them, especially when there's like 15 of them all doing it. This sounds so, uh, like a bad joke. It, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Basically, basically, VR chat is like it's half people just trying to have a good time and half people who watched a funny YouTube video and are now emulating it. What they think it's a funny YouTube video. I, I will admit I will admit I left my, my I left my dick off at the first Uganda Knuckles thing because it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. And especially whenever they they come across they come across an anime girl, but her face is replaced with the goofy Knuckles face. Uh, and so then they're chasing her around, calling her the queen. And they go, the queen will show us the way. The queen, the queen is here. Uh, and like, <laughs> it's just so silly. Cause she wasn't even, she didn't even know what was going on. She was just hanging out. And then this, <laughs> this legion of tiny Knuckles run over and start calling her the queen. <laughs> so I, I have a question, Aroa. Yeah. Uh, have you ever thought the internet was a mistake? <laughs> just, just in general. Like I, I saw. I didn't watch it, but there's a video that keeps getting recommended to me. Uh, and the title is "Is VR Chat uh, the rawest form of shit posting?" It sounds and, like it. And yeah, it kind of, it kind of is. It's like it, it's, it's all of the the freedom that you get from posting on like 4chan or, or Twitter more accurately, but you're able to like move around in three. It feels like you're at a con almost, but at all times, like, like there are all these people who are 
definitely not themselves. Like they're countless cute anime girls who are actually just guys. Um, and like, then there, there's this, there's this group of people who like, they can't get in trouble because it's not the real world. So they're just running around being really goofy shit bags. I see. I see. I, uh, I won't ever launch that. Thank you for, for alleviating my curiosity. I, I will, I will say that in the short time I played it last night, I had one of the most terrifying moments I've ever had in VR because I was a very, very tiny anime girl. Um, and so whenever you, whenever you pick an avatar, your height in the game is not set by your height in the real world. Okay. It, it is set by the height of the avatar. Right. So by tiny, I mean, I was probably about a foot and a half tall. Okay. So everyone else was massive. So then this very creepy looking, um, you know, you know, the, the sack boys from uh, little big planet. Yeah. 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 So in little big planet four, they added like the really big sack boy. Yeah. Uh, a guy who was that walked up to me. So he was already bigger than most humans. And then just stared at me with his eyes. <laughs> and he was like, like inches in front of me, just staring down at me, looking, looking angry. And I was just like, all I could do was stare at him and just go, <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't know what to do. I was just straight up deer in the headlights. And then he said, spit on me. And then I, then I did. And he said, thanks. And then he walked away. Um. <laughs> okay then. So you know that I've been playing a lot of Binding of Isaac, uh, as usual. I also played. I beat Dot Hack last weekend. Uh, the first episode of Dot Hack GU last recode. So I still have episodes two, three, and four to play through, which are you know twenty hours a piece. So that's painful. Played a little bit of Grandia, two. And I've been meaning to. Uh, we were we were supposed to play. Uh, Keep talking and nobody explodes. Yep. But you never uh, you never did it. Well, you know, you didn't message me either. I messaged you. I did message you. All all you did was say we never played. And by I, me- time- I did message you on Twitter asking if we were going to play games, and you're like, "Yeah, boy." And then yeah. we didn't. Yeah, you, you gotta. I'm not I'm not the guy who goes, "Hey, let's play." Okay, you're that guy. How am I that guy? You have to be that guy. Why? That is how this relationship works, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, we need to play uh keep talking nobody explodes at some point in our lives. Yeah. And uh So, I'm I'm going to talk about wrestling. Obviously, I'm not going to get uh, into the details before of Before you before you do. Okay. I do want to say I also played RE7. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In VR, yeah. Resident Evil Seven in VR is so good. Is it? Yeah. Is it on the Vive? No, it's uh. only on. It's only. It's PSVR exclusive for right now. Um, speculation is saying it may be this year sometime. They'll port it to the. They'll, they'll put the VR on the PC version. Um, but. Oh my god. I I got it gifted to me for Christmas. And like it it was already like startling just to have things like pop up in your face. Right. Like that was already scary. But I greatly, greatly underestimated just how scary it is to have the, the molded enemies walking at you all menacing and slowly Weird. in VR. Oh, like, I also uh just before you say anything, I did launch a payday two in VR. Oh, good. Yeah. I haven't played it much, but I did launch it and tried a mission and failed. I uh I passed mine. Uh yeah. I did the uh, bank. Oh, see I uh I did a different mission that I haven't played yet. Oh, it's like problem. I just messed and I was just messing around. I just wanted to see how it was. And it's weird. Yeah, it is. It's a little weird to get used to, but Yeah, I don't like the UI very much, but No. I understand that 
they they got to work around some things, and it's still beta. They're still figuring stuff out. So anyway, RE seven, you have fun um, with it. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Um, I can only play it for so long though, because like it it's just really really scary. Then you then you have to change your pants. Yeah, yeah, because like. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is that, like, my your brain in VR can't just go, ah, oh, this is not a threat to me. I, it's just a screen two inches in it's front fake. of my face. It's fake. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's so easy to do that whenever it's on a screen, like, three feet in front of me. But when it's right in front of my face and everything is saying that that thing is right there, like, my brain just can't turn that off. And I'm having, like, genuine fear responses to everything. Yeah. Uh, I am streaming that while I'm doing it, too. So well, that's, that's cool. Uh, yeah. I kind of want to try it out, um, but I'll probably wait until it's on PC because I don't have 200 and some odd dollars to spend on VR. Yeah. So. Yeah. I would. I And not to mention, like, you'd also have to buy it on PS4. Yeah. And you're only going to play it ever in VR on PS4. Like, yeah. I, I feel. I uh I did have the opportunity to buy uh buy VR for the PlayStation for a nice discount the other day, but I did not take it. So anyway, uh I, I was going to mention wrestling. So I just got done. Yeah, last night I watched uh, Wrestle Kingdom, which obviously I'm not going to go into any of the matches or anything, but they're really weird because <laughs> it's Japanese. First off. Mm. And uh, I was gonna say it sounded like an anime. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom is 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 uh, like the WrestleMania of Japan. Ah, so you know they have thirty four thousand people in in the Tokyo Dome, so pretty good size pe- amount of people. Anyway, the reason it's weird is it's always on the same day every year. And I don't mean like it's the first Sunday. It's on the same exact date. So every January 4th. Okay. And so, you know, sometimes that's great because it ends up being on like a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. This year, it ended up being on a Wednesday at like 2 a.m. my time. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm not gonna watch that. So I had to watch it later. But it's like, come on, guys, at least put it on a Saturday or Sunday. But nope, it's just the same day every single year. Ah, oh, well. So let's get into some stories, and there's a lot of them that we have to cover because we missed uh, about a month of news stories, right? Uh, yeah, something like it. All right, so let's get pissed off right off the bat. The FCC! You've really wanted to talk about this. I even made a YouTube video talking about this because I've really wanted to talk about it because it's going to mess up a lot of people. So the FCC is wanting to reclassify cell phone data service as broadband internet. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm sure you've thought about it. You probably didn't watch my YouTube video, right? Nope. Okay. So, also, screw you. And uh, basically what this would do is it would reclassify it so that you're, we could say, okay, there's broadband internet in your area because you have cell phone service. There's 4G in your area. You're fine. And the reason why that's a bad thing is that there's a rule, and I think we spoke about it in our podcast before, is that there's a rule the FCC has, even with net neutrality taken away, that that rule says you need to, if you're leaving an area, say I'm an internet service provider and I'm wanting to leave that area because it's not profitable, what they have to say is that there's a viable internet option available to the customers that you're abandoning. So, if you make cell phone data broadband internet, companies can come back and say, ah, yeah, they have, they have adequate service. They have Verizon cell phone service. And then they'll leave the area and just screw over their customers. Obviously, for reasons of like bandwidth throttling 
uh, bandwidth caps, stuff like that. Even the unlimited service doesn't have unlimited data because they're liars, pretty much. So, what are your thoughts on this, Aroa? Well, um, I think uh, I think it, it, I mean it's obvious. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, um, it's an obvious cop out gesture to uh, try to make try to inflate the U.S.'s uh, numbers in terms of like how well they're doing for broadband coverage. That's true. Beca- yeah, because uh, the United States has uh, some of the worst internet coverage uh, in in comparison to the rest of the, the fucking world. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's pretty much what all this is doing is just, just going, Hey, broadband providers, you want to, you want another way to fuck over consumers? You want to get out of that place? That's not profitable to you like that. Uh, we covered it one time where it was at Verizon. Oh yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah, that, That dumped an entire fucking town because it was costing them more to keep service out there than it was to uh, to just dump the whole town. Yeah, or the uh, like. There were five people that had unlimited data from Verizon, and they weren't even going over the data limit, and like the twenty two gigs or anything. They weren't using like a terabyte of data or anything. Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, um, because we're actually renting those towers um, in that area from a different company. It's costing us more than you're worth, so we're gonna drop you, and we don't want you as our customers anymore. Yeah, and it's just another way to screw over people, and it just keeps happening over and over and over again. And uh, we let them do it. Like, let let me let me say, on the other side, very a very slight gimme is that. Mobile broadband is getting better. It is. I, I, I will admit that. However, most of the time, it's still nothing compared to a wired service. Uh, yeah. It's, you're you're going to end up with a lower quality service overall. You're going to get slower speeds for higher cost. You're going to get just, you're, you're going to run into more problems where like my internet just suddenly stopped working. Uh, I don't know. The weather's pretty bad. You know, like anything that can make your cell phone stop working will make your fucking internet stop working. Exactly. And that's just, that's just frustrating. Like cellular internet is supposed to be an option for, I can't get fucking anything. Like it's, it's either cell phone internet or satellite internet. Like those are the two, like I can't fucking get internet otherwise. So I guess I got to pick one of these kind of options. Yeah. So, on the one hand, I I guess I get it, but at the same time, this is this is still just fucking over consumers at the end of the day, and that, oh, that's that's yeah. what everything that this FCC has been doing. Oh yeah, is is down to it's, it's it's going. How can we how can we make it easier for Verizon and for every other telecom company, every other internet company? How can we make it easier for them to fuck over their customers? The United States is weird to me because we have like, we have somebody who worked for Verizon. He was a lobbyist for Verizon. And we have him in charge of the FCC. We we essentially have like, we're, we're borderline a cyberpunk dystopia. Yeah. Like without the cool technology. Yeah. <laughs> like we have VR, but like we, what, what? I just don't get it. Like we have these people in charge, like Donald Trump, who is like, according to him, he's a multi-billionaire, and he's also a very, a very <laughs> stable genius. He's a very smart guy. That's one thing I know is that he's, he's like really smart. He's like okay. like really smart. <laughs> But, but like, and politics aside, he has lived his life trying to make himself money. And we're supposed to believe that he's going to work for the little people. Same thing with Ajit Pai. We think we're supposed to think that he's not going to be siding with the 
the broadband industry when he worked for the broadband industry. No, Nathan, Nathan, the country needs a businessman who will raise the GDP. That's that's what the country needs. They need, uh-huh. they need uh-huh. it needs businessmen, uh-huh. right? Because businessmen have always worked for the greater good, yes, and not for themselves. Never. That's businessmen are all philanthropists. That's just how it works. Every I businessman. Mean, look, at <laughs> look at Look at look at Rockefeller. Look at the Koch brothers. I mean, yeah. come on. They're always helping out little people. Um but but ah uh, so we have the FCC is stupid and they're trying and, and no doubt this is going to pass that they're going to label cell oh, phone yeah. data as broadband internet. And uh there's actually a couple petitions going around for the net neutrality thing. Apparently if you get one house, so if you either get the house or you get the senate, to have a sing- simple majority vote, then it will make the net neutrality stay. Oh. So there's a petition trying to get uh, the Senate, because the Senate is going to be the most likely to turn. They're trying to get the Senate to basically put a stop to net neutrality getting repealed because they can override uh the fcc's decision so hopefully something good happens but i doubt it because we're still at i think it's what 4951 right now i i don't know yeah because uh (laughs) roy moore lost i told i told my friend that roy moore lost in uh to doug jones and his reply was in alabama (laughs) i was like yeah yeah what was so, the what was the one where it was a tie and then oh, they they broke the tie by drawing the name casting out of a hat? lots yeah so that was in Virginia and it was okay. for the state senate oh okay not the the country senate right okay. and what had happened was the Democrat had lost by ten votes yeah, and then they so, did a recount and so they did a recount and then she won by one vote. But then they went back, and there was a vote that was originally dismissed as ambiguous, but then they decided, no, it's the Republican. No, it's and Democrat. So they, no. No, oh, I thought, oh, was that how it went? Okay. Yep, yep, because cause the Democrat had won by one vote, and then they went back and went, uh, this one vote that we didn't count, never mind, this makes it a tie. Uh, and and like they posted so a wrong. picture of the image uh, of the of the vote, and it it looked to me like yeah it was for the the republican side okay cuz they they basically they'd filled in the democrat but then put a put a line through it and then filled in the republican oh okay and so then they cast lots and the republican ended up winning it was stupid <laughs> it really, really was fucking stupid yeah and there could also be another recount with that too. there could be where it was something else could happen. But anyway, um, the American system is dumb, by the by. I just want yeah. to say that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's move on to the next story, which is another thing that'll piss me off. And I've heard, I, I have friends that I work with that used to work for Apple and are kind of on the Apple side of this. Um, and they're idiots. <laughs> I mean, they're they're good people. I like them. But now, like, it depends on what you mean by on the Apple side, because I, I feel like we might disagree on this. So uh, Apple is slowing uh, performance of older iPhones because of battery drain, basically. So as you and I know, we've had cell phones. Uh, I, I recently just paid off both of my cell phones. You're welcome. So uh, the cell phone battery will last around two to three years before it starts giving you like half of its original performance and so what apple has done is they put a firmware in there that says okay if the maximum battery drain is blah 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 blah, then we're gonna take the phone and make it slower so it's It'll be a smoother experience. It'll last longer, blah, blah, blah. And we can sell more iPhones. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean. 
I, I've I've I, heard the argument. I've heard the arguments against it, and there you cannot tell me that there's not a, at least a small percentage of of this that's saying if we slow them down, they will buy new iPhones. That yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't think this would have come if not for the idea that well, it'll also have the side effect of getting people to buy a new iPhone sooner. Like, yeah. Like I am I am of the thought that I think this is fine from the perspective of it makes the phone more usable. Um, right. Because I would fucking hate it if my phone like consistently hit around ten percent and that was my new zero percent. Yeah. Um and, and like Which will happen, you have an iPhone. Uh, I, I, you have a phone, it'll do it. I know. Uh because it, it's something that with with people looking into this they found that some Android phones might do it, uh, but most Android phones don't do it. But most Android phones also have that exact problem that we that I just described, where over time your battery will just like you'll hit like ten percent, and then it'll just turn off because the battery's dead. So, but so I, but it I wasn't dead. I have a perfect way to fix this, and Apple, and we'll talk about this and what Apple's doing to correct this, um, because they got caught. Basically, they got yeah. caught and yeah. they had to fix it somehow. So I have a perfect idea. I know it's a little weird. It's a little out there. Let us change our fucking batteries. Um, there is that. Although, <laughs> like, like uh, there. See, that also goes different ways because, like, then you're getting into how much is adding like a battery change capability for these phones. How much is that going to screw with reasons why people buy iPhones? Because you and I both know that there are a lot of really stupid people that buy iPhones because they're pretty. That's true. Um, yes. And if you made the battery easily changeable, it wouldn't be as pretty. Um, I don't. But see, I don't care. But I don't. I don't either. As long as like I, I just want the thing to, to still be waterproof. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah, and they but, and they before they got into this trend of. Uh, not be able to change out batteries or whatnot. We had waterproof phones. Oh yeah, the Galaxy had... S five. Yeah, yeah, the the S five just had a rubber grommet uh, on the back where the battery compartment was. And yeah, that was it. And it was uh, still waterproof, and you could still change the battery. Yeah, but um, I mean that that is one solution. I I tend to think that. A, a good solution for if they didn't want to fuck with the actual design of the hardware, just do what they do on MacBooks because the MacBooks they tell you when the battery's going bad. Oh, really? Yeah, they That's go. Good. Hey, just so you know, like even though your battery will probably last this long, it's kind of old and you should get it serviced. Like, what's so hard about that? Just do that on the iPhone. That would that would be good. My battery on my laptop lasts about uh, four minutes. <laughs> and uh, even Windows will tell you whenever a battery is going bad, as long as the battery actually reports that, which is kind of here and there, depending on your manufacturer. Of course, but, yeah. Yeah, even Windows, it'll put a red X through your battery and go, hey, your battery's fucking, I don't know, man. Like It's not as elegant as with Apple's thing, but Apple also has a lot more control over everything. Right, right. They are very, uh, very homogenized. Yeah, but, but like, I don't know why they can't just do that. Just just go, hey, your, your iPhone's battery isn't working quite right. You may notice reduced performance until you get it serviced. Right. But and, I guess... And... I, I just wish that there was an easy way to change out your batteries in new phones. Because almost every new phone you get, if it's a top-of-the-line phone, you can't change out your battery. Yeah, and it's that is blatantly, blatantly just to make it easier to sell a new phone. Yeah, because, okay, if I go and I take my Pixel and I go to the, I'm like, hey, man, it's only lasting like eight hours, nine hours tops. I need to charge it like on my way to work and on my way home from work, stuff like that. Uh, can I get my battery replaced? They'll laugh at me. They will laugh yeah. at me and then try to sell me an iPhone. That's that's what they will do. <laughs> and uh, of course, I can take my Pixel. I can take it apart. I have the tools. I'm a nerd. But 
not well, everyone not everyone can do that. You probably don't even have all the tools that you need because it's probably glued together. That's true. It probably because is glued. No, wait, no. No, I've I've looked at how to take apart a uh, a pixel and it it's relatively easy. Okay, cuz like yeah. Like with iPhones at least, they're fucking like especially the newer ones, like good fucking luck. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a it's a goddamn mess. At least with the the 4 and I think the 5 as well, like you could just you could take out two screws on the bottom and pull the phone apart. It was pretty easy. Right, right. But then from the six onwards, it was just like, no, nah, fuck they you. Started, they just throw in hot glue everywhere. and Yep. Yeah. Glue um, and tape and everything else. Let's see. It doesn't look like the pixel is that hard to take apart. Um, okay. It says, let's see. It says, final thoughts. Many components are modular and can easily be replaced once the display assembly is removed. The battery has a removal tab and is adhered to by a modest amount of adhesive, making its removal painless. All the screws are uh, T5 torque. Uh, for the bad things, it says the opening procedure requires prying up a thin, poorly supported display assembly, making it difficult to open the phone without damage. Eww. And in, in addition to screws, the midframe is secured by a snug press fit notches that make its removable and subsequent repairs laborious so it doesn't have glue it's just kind of a pain in the ass yeah so uh but it's it's unlike the iphone where everything is glued together with hot glue and you yep. like the i know the screens are like glued together and if you don't take the screen out perfectly it will like you can just crack the screen um yeah and like uh Starting with, I want to say the six, um, the it might have even been the five, uh, the digitizer and the glass like of the screen are one unit. Like they're not even glued together. Like they're just the same thing. Right. So like if your screen gets cracked, you have to replace the, the like the the cost to replace the glass is the cost of replacing the whole fucking thing. And that greatly exploded the the cost of replacing that shit. Like the the strive for thinner and sleeker looking phones has only made things worse in terms of like actually being able to fix them whenever they break. Right. So let's let's talk about what Apple is doing right now to make their customers not completely leave, because obviously. Again, as I said, there's at least a little bit of this that's saying, well, our customers are just going to buy a new iPhone if their old phone isn't working right. Um, So what they're doing is they do have the ability to change out your phone. You go to like the Apple store, you pay a max amount of dollars. Uh, At one point, it was $79 and they would give you a new battery. That's not actually a bad price. If, if that's going to extend the life of your phone by two years, that is not a bad price. However, uh, because of this recent development where the battery has been exploited to slower the uh, performance of your phone, they are dropping that price from $79 to $29. For a new battery throughout all of 2018 you can go and get your uh iphone serviced and get a new battery for 29 dollars. even if your your battery tests as fine you can still get your battery replaced for 29 dollars. that's pretty good yeah uh so i know you you bought an iphone last year yep are you going to go and get this battery replacement? I mean, yes, your phone is pretty new still, but I mean, might as well get a battery if it's $29, right? No. No? No. Why not? I don't care. Oh. But what if it's towards the end of the year? Then you'll have your phone for, what, a year and a half at that point. Mm-hmm. Battery could be slowing or could be uh, draining. I'm not really noticing anything. Okay, I'm just I'm just saying. If I if I notice it fucking up, then yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, but 
you know, I'm I'm still waiting to see if the fucking uh, Neo 900 finally comes out, and then I can just not use an iPhone. What is the Neo 900? It's a uh, it's an updated version of the Nokia N900 uh, that runs on totally open source software and hardware. Ah, it runs a flavor of Linux. Ah, and, so it's gonna uh, suck. It's uh, it's gonna be great. So you know what I thought you were gonna say? I thought you were gonna say it. It's like the Nokia Engage, and I was like, no, Aroa, bad. <laughs> uh, I would, I would do that. Um, you know the the problem with the Engage, besides everything, is I think that it was made of like a weird plastic that just gets sticky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same thing with like PlayStation Three controllers. Is that really? yeah? Because there's a lot of PlayStation Three controllers that might work. I know, I weird, huh? Yeah. yeah. And I'll pick up one in the storage room, and it like all the plastic is just sticky, like on the um, analog sticks. Maybe somebody was just jerking off on them. No, maybe, maybe that's it. Just, <laughs> just semen, just on on the controllers. <laughs> No. So if you have an iPhone, you're noticing that your performance is getting a little bit slow, probably because, you know, Apple's awful. I suggest you go and get a battery replacement for $29. Hell, even if you've had your phone for over a year or so, I, I suggest at least putting the $30 down, getting the, the battery replaced, because it should extend the life of your phone. And if you are like me, you try to keep your phone as long as possible, and then a homeless guy steals it out of a bathroom. No, I'm, uh, See, that's the difference between you and me, is I will probably get bored of this phone by the end of the year, and we'll sell it and get a different one. Yeah, see, and I don't do anything on my phone. You know what I do on my phone? I use Snapchat, uh, I text, and that's really it. Yeah. I, mean, I sometimes use Twitter. I mean, I I use social media and I play games and stuff, but, but like it's really just down to I get bored really easily. Right, and I'm I'm cheap. Like phones are the least of my worries as long as I have something where I can text and make phone calls. Now I, check, I will admit check online and stuff. I'm fine. I will admit, like with how security shit has gone on the Android side of things, it definitely makes me kind of want to just stick with iPhone. Yeah. But, I, uh, yeah, I just, just like to have different things all the time. I've been thinking yeah. about getting, a, getting an old PSP, <laughs> carrying that around, not even joking. Like I have one. I've been looking at PSP 3000s. Uh, see, I have a 1000. I want to get, I want to get a 3000 because I want to mod the fuck out. Well, I mean, you can mod the 1000 as well. You, but... you can. The, the, so the, the 1000, I think, has eight megs of RAM. Yeah, it's not very good with the RAM. The 3000 has 64 megs of RAM. Ooh, a whole yeah. 64. Why don't you just, you, you have a Vita, right? Yeah, I do. Um, they made that hack that you showed me. Yeah. They made it permanent. I know. Yeah, so why don't you just use that? Um, Partially because, actually, the main thing is just that the, uh, I only have one charge cable for it, and it uses that stupid proprietary charging thing. Oh, right. I don't know. And yeah, it, it uses it has this really fucking weird proprietary charging cable that uh, it's USB on one end, but then the other, the end that goes into the the Vita is just like this mess of stuff. Um, they took it away in the newer versions of the Vita, but the newer versions of the Vita are a different, a slightly different shape that may or may not be less comfortable, but it also uses an LCD screen instead of an OLED screen. Oh. So, uh, I might be able to get you some of those cables. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, so let's move on. Let's move on to our next story. Ooh, you're going to like this one. Uh, I, Catherine. Yeah, I heard about this. Uh, now, this is a rumor. I just want to—I just want to point that out there. There's no solid evidence on this. As of when I first read this story, something may have came out since then. If it has, and you're listening, and you know about it, say in the comment section down below. Um, I did very little research, so please, 
<laughs> please uh, ignore me if I'm wrong and, and correct me. So Catherine is they're remaking it for PS4. Is it just PS4 and Vita? P- PS4 and Vita. Yeah. Okay. So they're remaking Catherine for PS4 and Vita. And what Catherine is, if you don't know, is a puzzle game where you play a guy who cheated on his girlfriend. And his girlfriend's name is Catherine. The girl he cheated with is Catherine. <laughs> with a K, I think. And, uh, yeah, it's like a big love triangle thing. And one of them's an angel. And one of them, like, it's really, it's really weird in Japanese. Well, the, in the remake, it appears there's a third option named Cat. And Cat appears to be a transsexual. So the there's a clip where it, it basically looks like he sleeps with Cat, and then when he wakes up, and there's like a shocked look on his face, and he's kind of disgusted because they're thinking that he is afraid that he just slept with a you know, somebody that has a penis. <laughs> are you going to play this game? And if you do, are you going to choose the transsexual option? So, I mean, I didn't really like the original Catherine. Oh yeah. I'm just, I'm just not big on puzzle games, honestly, at least not of this kind. Cause Catherine um, is, is like a really fast paced block sliding puzzle game. And I just, I, I don't do well with puzzles anyway, at least like not, not that kind of puzzle. And I especially don't do well with puzzles like that, that are like on a timer. Oh, no, no. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The name is not a uh, cat. It's Rin. Ah, uh, yeah. Catherine. But, yeah. Oh yeah. Rin uh, yeah. is the, is the possibly trans character. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't, I, I don't have any intent of buying this because of that. But if I was, uh, I'd possibly go for Rin. I really I cute. could I could see you doing it. I could see. It, come on, bro. You know you'd go for the. You go for uh, Rin. As someone who is into traps. Yes. Exactly. Like you really wanted to go for uh that one character in that one game. Doki uh, yes. Doki Doki Doki. After after you found out that she was a trap. What? Uh the one the one the trap in Doki Doki no not Doki Doki. Um Oh in uh fucking Danganronpa. Danganronpa, there we go. Yeah. But no, unfortunately, you couldn't. You couldn't really go for anyone in that game, could you? Uh, not really. Because it's it kind wasn't of... that kind of game. Yeah. Oh, um, um, though, like, <laughs> so not having played the first game, well, original game, because it's a remake, not a not a sequel. Right. I don't know what it did with trans representation because some people are saying that the original had poor trans representation and Japan as a whole tends to have a problem. That's that's what I was going to say. I'm like, okay, uh, let's be fair. Let's their culture is a lot different than ours. Yeah. Or or many or in way more different than many European cultures. And so they may handle it in a different way culturally than we would. But at the same time, I do think we may be getting ahead of ourselves in terms of going, uh, in terms of, of just assuming that that's what the game is going for. Right. That, that that's what this this one scene in the trailer is going for. Like, and and there, the, the other thing was like, there's a like box art or something like that where Rin is like lifting her dress up, but then it fades out or, or blacks out as soon as it gets down to like around her waist. I still don't think that that necessarily means that she's going to be trans. It could still just be going just hypersexual. Yeah, or or like 
I because the, the original Catherine, the marketing was about it was all like super hypersexual shit. Maybe and maybe it's just a deep dark void down there, like my ex girlfriend. Like do you do you know like anything about Catherine? Outside uh, of uh, yes ish. I know <laughs> that like the one is supposed to be like a succubus or something. Yes, because so it's it's basically the whole game is just about the main character trying to resist this other girl named Catherine and remain yeah. faithful to right. his girlfriend. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so like, well, and, and you get to make the decisions on whether you're going to or not. Yeah. And so. I, I don't know what nuance is involved in there. And also like somehow the shit that happens while you're asleep has something to do with things, which I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. When you're asleep, you uh that's when you enter in like the the puzzle game yeah right yeah Cause, yeah because you're you're trying to avoid being turned into a sheep man yeah um yeah which i'm sure is some weird japanese reference no it's just the sheep are associated with sleep it really i i would i would imagine it was some weird reference no nope it's just oh okay just, you know you count you count sheep to go to sleep no, that's bad. That's a bad way to fall asleep. Uh, but just saying. I also I also want to point out that the person who was making a big deal about this was Laura Kate Dale. Who's that? You know anything about Laura Kate Dale? Um, she's a jerk. A little bit, but most important thing is that she is a very, very sensitive woman who used to be a man. Right, right. I figure that's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's on uh, Jim Sterling's Jimquisition podcast. That's oh, okay. why I know her. Uh, that's why I know of her. She's also uh, an editor for Kotaku uh, UK. Okay. Probably one of the main reasons that her tweets are being used as the primary source for any of this. Unless... Yeah. Yeah, that's probably why. Um, so I just want to just want to put it out there that she has been overly sensitive m- on multiple occasions in the past about things. And while she has done genuinely good, like actually journalistic work, because uh, like one of the big things that she one of the well, there were two, two things that she did. She she knew about. Um, uh, Rush of Blood, the VR like spinoff of uh, of the slasher game from like last year. I can't remember the name of it. What the main title of it was? Where it was yeah. a slasher movie, but it was interactive. Um, so on PS4, uh, Until Dawn. Yeah, yeah. She she knew about Until Dawn, Rush of Blood coming out like a long time beforehand. And then, like, the developers, like, shat all over her while she was talking about it to deny that it was happening. And then it turned out to actually be happening. I like those uh, developers. I already and, like them. And she also knew about uh, Mario, um, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle uh, a long time before that came out. So she has insider uh, sources. More than likely. I mean, it, the, at the end of the day, she she is, like, genuinely an all right games journalist. But right. I can't help but feel like maybe she's jumping the gun on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's why we said, that's why we, we started saying it was a rumor. Um, yeah. And, you know, the first comment in the in this article that's posted <laughs> says, you know, the dude in the in the game was pulling crazy faces like that all the time. Yeah, because he, he would wake up with another woman and go, oh, shit, I did it again. <laughs> Like that's that that was like a main thing in the game. So I wish I wish I had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, no! I woke up with another crazy hot lady in my bed. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, like all I, of them named Catherine. That maybe that's the reason I don't. Uh, I don't really have an interest to play this game. Is that my mom's name is Catherine? <laughs> my wife's name is Catherine. Catherine. Yeah, That's her mom dumb. decided to be weird, and it's K T H Y R N. Oh, okay, but it is Catherine. No, 
No, it's, oh, it, it's it is pronounced Catherine. I think you're. But you're, everyone calls it Catherine. Everyone calls her Catherine. I think that um, your mother-in-law hates your wife. <laughs> <laughs> she I think, probably thinks so too. Probably just a little bit. So let's move on. Let's talk about some system requirements. Actually, tech things on this gaming and tech podcast. So. Uh, to be fair, that this podcast doesn't have a real subject. No, it really doesn't. But we're just we're gonna go with gaming, okay? Since it's the only thing either of us really know about. Unless you want to start watching wrestling with me, I'm gonna vomit. Why? <laughs> I told you if I ever if I ever win the lottery, I am going to pay you a oh, very shit. nice sum to watch wrestling. You just reminded me, I bought two lottery tickets on Friday. I need to check those whenever I, I go back up. Yeah, because it's like at half a billion dollars right now or something. Yeah. So anyway, uh, CIG has announced system requirements for Star Citizen single player Squadron 42. Have you looked at these yet? No, because I don't care. So I just it's they're a little outrageous. Just a little. So... It should be noted that system requirements Whoa! are yeah system requirements are usually uh, they're not actually what's required most of the time. So if you go with the minimum requirements, uh, usually it's like okay, this we have this certain shader that can that can technically be used on like the six fifty GTX. So we're gonna put that as the minimum requirements, even though it'll run at like slideshow levels. So you take the system requirements with a grain of salt. So it says Windows seven with Service Pack one, Windows eight, sixty four bit, uh, not eight point one. That's weird to me. They probably just didn't think about it. Yeah, Windows ten anniversary update, sixty four bit. Uh, so only sixty four bit operating systems. Because well, we'll see why in just yeah, a moment. You'll see why. Uh, DirectX 11 graphics card with 2 gigs of RAM. That is strange to me. You think that they would so want 4. I would like to point out, I can... can No, 7 can do DirectX 11, right? Can it? The 780? No, no, Windows 7. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I believe it can. It's 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do DirectX 12 because that's a Windows 10. Right. Okay. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Um. So two gigs of RAM on just a DirectX 11 graphics card. So what? What's crazy about that to me? That's like the minimum requirements thing. I think that DirectX 11 can be used on the 700 series, right? DirectX 11 pretty goes goes back to like well 2009. Probably. Oh, so it can be used on like the 500 series. <laughs> and you're not running this game on a 560. No. No, there's no way. So, yeah, let's just, again, take that with a grain of salt, obviously. Uh, they require you to have at least a quad-core CPU. Now, does that mean... Um, a, a, like a quad core with with four virtual cores, or does that mean you could use like a dual core that has hyper threading? That is a good question. I would, I would think that you'd probably be able to get away with a higher end dual core with hyper threading. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because uh, most of the time, CPU isn't the bottleneck anyway. No. no. Um. I'm going to skip over this one and say we they recommend you have an SSD, which makes sense because of loading times, loading in textures and stuff like that. It's going to be, you're going to need that, that performance of a solid state drive. Yeah. So, but you also apparently need the performance of 16 gigabytes of RAM. 16 plus. 16 plus gigabytes of RAM. Yes. Which... So, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I have a computer. Like, my computer is pretty good. It's got a 4790, not the K, just a 4790 in it. It's got 16 gigs of RAM. It's got two solid-state drives rated. It's got a 1070 graphics card. Like, it's a pretty beefy computer. Even, even by, you know, if you build another computer 
uh, today that that's similar specs to mine, probably with a different uh, processor. It's going to cost you over a thousand dollars, probably. Okay. And my processor, the reason I haven't upgraded is because there's really no reason I'm not going to get the performance gains that I want for the price that it's going to cost to upgrade. Nah. I can play pretty much any game on high settings. Yep. I, I haven't really ran into a game that I can't play on high settings. Obviously, can't do 4K very well because 4K is shit. But it's a good computer. And this game, th- this game is telling me, you don't have enough RAM. Even though every single other game I play, including the top-of-the-line games, only require 8 gigs of RAM. So, I have 16 gigs of RAM. Right. Um, there, there is only, there is only one game that uses, that, that makes my computer, like, struggle to have Civilization. No, no, it's uh, it's GTA Five. Wow, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> right, right. Like GTA Five, uh, will use like nine gigs of RAM sometimes. Right, and so, I've seen I've seen programs. Uh, I'm not going to get into the the details of it, but I've seen programs use up fifty gigs of RAM. Well, yeah, but so keep in mind, however. That GTA Five will also run. For one, it'll run on the Xbox 360, right? And PlayStation that's Three. Just, that's just some fucking magic, right there. But right. it also runs on the Xbox One, which has eight gigs PS- of RAM, and the PS4, which has which eight is, gigs of RAM. Right, eight gigs of DDR5 RAM. In the in the case of the PS4, GDDR5. Yeah, but at the end of the day. These things have eight gigs of RAM, and they can run Grand Theft Auto Five. Right. And you're, you're telling me that this game here, where most of what's going on is just empty space, that requires sixteen gigs of RAM. Well, no, 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 no. This is the Squadron uh, Forty Two. So it's a first-person shooter. Yeah. So Space Call of Duty requires 16 gigs of RAM. <laughs> yes. Yes, Space Call of Duty. Infinite Warfare, I think they called it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> yes, it actually did. Like, and they, they recommend 4 gigs of, of graphics card RAM, which means I can't, I can't meet recommended requirements. I mean, yeah. everything else, but my GPU only has 3 gigs of RAM. Uh, I mean, you meet it because it says it only requires two gigs. It requires of RAM. two, but four gigs strongly recommended. Right, basically means it's going to run like ass unless you have four gigs. Yeah, which means I have to uh, I have to have at least like a nine hundred series series graphics card. Which you want to update to a nine eighty anyway, right? A ten eighty, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to do nine eighty. Why would I get a nine eighty? I don't know. We were talking about it like eight months ago or something. No. Okay, no, that's, that's get dumb. a 1080. Get a seven or a 1070. No, I'm getting a 1080. Actually, uh, there for a while, the 1070s were as much money as the 1080. Probably because like it is objectively the best deal out of all all three of them. Uh, well, no, the reason was is it's for its power consumption and price. It's the best uh, for cryptocurrency. Yeah, but it's a fucking it's an Nvidia Jeep. Yeah, I know, but people were were buying a, a ton of them. Yeah, people who didn't know what they were doing just heard that the 1070 was the best and started buying up all the stock of the 1070 which caused it, the price to inflate and then it was costing like $50 less than the 1080. Huh. Yeah, it was crazy. And now, uh Bitcoin uh, died or something, right? It it dropped off, but it's recovered. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I should have bought Bitcoin like ten years ago. Anyway, or eight years ago, whatever it was when it came out. I've got some Ethereum sitting around somewhere that's supposedly rose up quite a bit. That's good. That's good. So, are are you gonna get Star Citizen when it comes out? No. Why not? All right. All right. Here. I'm I'm not going to say no I won't get it. 
What I am going to say is I'm going to wait for it to fucking come out. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm going to wait for it. To, that's what I'm doing. I'm t- I've been tempted to purchase it in the past, but I'm waiting for it to actually get released. I'm, I'm not spending... I'm not spending like fifty bucks on virtual uh, a virtual land deed, no ninety dollars on a virtual land deed that doesn't actually guarantee me a piece of land. It just gives me a free like item that lets me put down a plot of land that then also gives me like protection. So uh, I'm sorry, you were right. I think it is fifty dollars for the deed. Um, what I was what I was talking about was. They Squadron Forty Two and Star Citizen, the the ship part, are separate, and so they're like ninety dollars altogether. <sighs> yeah, Mad Cats is back. Oh, they're back for bankruptcy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I read about this. Yeah. So, uh, Mad Cats died a terrible terrible death because apparently um rock band killed them they made a very big mistake and they decided to go all in on rock band so actually although although that said they were already dead yeah yeah they were they were so what had happened from what i read because i actually did a little bit of research when when mad cats died and they had a loan from some company or bank or whatever, and they couldn't make the payment on the loan. But the company that they had borrowed the money from had said, no, no, it's cool. We'll let you go and continue operating because you have this you have this rock band thing coming out and you're the sole distributor of all the peripherals. So we think that's going to make you a ton of money, and then you'll be able to pay your loans. <laughs> and so that was Mad. So Mad Cats would have been dead had it not have been for Rock Band. And then Rock Band came out and did miserably. And then after that, Mad Cats had some issues with the instruments. Like the drums wouldn't work right, and the guitars weren't great. Stuff like that. Yeah. So Harmonix dropped Mad Cats as the people who were uh who are making the peripherals and that was just the death nail. That was just the the last nail in the coffin for Mad Cats. But then Games Accessory Specialist uh who who bought them? Um Games the firm told Games Industry, new management team is very familiar with Mad Cat's range of accessories. What company is it? It's been acquired by a group from China, but who is it? Do you, do you, do you see the name? Uh... Uh, while you look for it, uh, the company is resurrecting some of the key properties, including the Rat Gaming Mice strike keyboards and freak headsets the product will be showcased at ces next week so uh yeah next week so this week they're going to be showing off the new accessories um so they said we couldn't be more excited blah 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 uh mad cats has been a permanent fixture in gaming for almost three decades and we firmly believe its best days lie ahead Said director of sales and operations, Selena Cheng. But they don't tell me what the name of this company is. Uh, the company hasn't uh, hasn't been named. Oh, the at company all? hasn't said no. They haven't said who they are. They've just bought Mad Cats and turned it into Mad Cats Global Limited. So it's the Chinese mafia. It's a it's a holding company. So okay. it's some other larger tech company that just went, hey, these are some great patents you guys got here. And they're just going to take all that and then sell the products. It's Tencent. Probably. No, I don't know. Uh, though, it, actually, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it was Tencent. Tencent's the ones who own uh, League of Legends, right? They bought League of Legends? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, Mad Cats is back. Are you excited? No. Not even a little? No, I don't care at all. <laughs> I don't give a flying fuck. The only the only thing they made that ever intrigued me in the slightest was the rat 
mouse. But, yeah. but everything I read on it said it was incredibly uncomfortable and just a stupid gimmick. What about their um, flight sticks? <laughs> it's funny. But no, they made flight sticks. Uh-huh. They they owned uh Cytec. That's cool. I have I have a or I had a Cytec uh X52. Yep. Oh, pretty good. Pretty pretty good. F- fuck you, Aurora. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh that's the end of our podcast. It's the end. The the, the end of it. The end of podcast 130. We finally came back from vacation that we didn't mean to take. And if you'll do me a favor, tell me where we can find you online. I'm on Twitter at Aroa. And I'm on Twitch at Aroa1337. Got a YouTube and also Aroa1337. And that's uh, nothing else really matters, does it? Not really. You can find me, Nathan Rain Spruth. Find me on uh, YouTube at youtube.com forward slash written or youtube.com forward slash written entertainment you can find me on twitter at uh twitter.com forward slash written or just you know look for at written r-e-e-t-i-n go to um mixer you know what i've decided i'm gonna stick with mixer and mixer.com forward slash written i'm not gonna do twitch uh i don't like it i don't like twitch uh, where else can you find me? Did I miss anything? Uh, I don't think so. You can go to my website, reentertainment.com. You can go and listen to our podcast at iTunes. We have a link down below. Uh, you can also listen on Google Play. Again, link down below. And if you go into either of those and search for Retin Podcasts, you should be able to find us. Press the follow button or subscribe button, and you'll get our podcast downloaded to you every time we do it, which is typically every week, unless a row is stupid and doesn't show up. Hey, so, I I was the only one here this week. Don't you drag me down. I know, because Connor's in Germany and can't make it, and Nick Lotus is... I don't know, she's busy or something. And same thing with Earl. He's probably on a flight somewhere. So, anyway, thank you for being here, Roa. No problem. I will see you next week, maybe, possibly. Yep. Bye. Bye.